You're getting better. I know. I've been working on it. That's usually Justin's thing. I refused to do it for the longest time, but I finally gave in. It was good. It is, it I thought is it was pretty recorded. Yeah. That's, no. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's original you. every time. Oh, original. <laughs> All right. So I've already given away one of our guest names. We are at the first ever remote podcast in the history Yay. of Simple Church. Yeah. So, Scott, big props to you for making this happen because yeah. it's quite a bit to it. Yeah, yeah. It was a little sketchy at first. Yeah. But we was. got it. We, we got it. Yeah. We did. So, yeah. So, if you're a listener, <laughs> if, if you're a listener, obviously you're listening. You must be a listener. But there's also a way to watch it on the YouTube. Oh, yes. Yes. And you may want to watch this one because being a remote location, it's a little more interesting than our normal set. Mm-hmm. We're in the shop of Nobody Customs. And in the background, there's a 32 Ford three window. Correct. And a 39 Ford that happens to belong to the church. That's yes. correct. Yeah. So who we have with us today, we're going to start with Joel Williams, the owner of Nobody Customs. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us be in your house half today. Half owner. Suzanne half owner. Yeah. Probably not even half, honestly. Yeah. Suzanne pretty That's, much runs it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, yes, but thank you for letting us be here. And then Tricky Lavasser mm-hmm. is yeah. our other guest. They both work here. One owns and one works. I'm no, not they both say. work. We both work. <laughs> say, yeah, no, Good I catch. You Good like catch. that? Absolutely. You like that? I have to give it to him. I, I don't, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, Joel, just for starters, because it is an unusual name for a business, mm-hmm. uh, tell us how Maybe. you came up with the name Nobody Customs. Okay. Um, we were working on cars, working on everything, and we work on stuff that nobody else does. Mm. And, uh, people kept coming out and they would say, well, nobody will work on this or nobody will do it. And I would always do it. So Suzanne come out one day and she says, you realize you're nobody. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, that's what a wife will do. Yeah, for you. she does that. Yeah. And, uh, she said, no, everybody comes out and says that nobody will do this and you always do it. And I said, Hey, that's it. That's the name, you know? So it's pretty cool. It just stuck. I remember the first time I heard the name, Sammy San Angelo is the guy that introduced me to the name. Correct. And I thought, you know, Sammy, I, you know, he's hard to understand sometimes. Sometimes. I love mm-hmm. him. And love I thought, him. he can't be saying that right. There's no way a business is called nobody. Mm-hmm. And we came out here for an open house. This was years ago when you yeah. just had the one shop. Just the one shop. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, it's real. It really is called nobody. It and truly it's is. been cool ever since. Mm-hmm. And then Tricky, and we'll get back to nobody here okay. in a second, but Tricky, you work here now. <coughs> yes, I That's am. That's a pretty employee. recent change. Yes, very recent. Yeah. How long have you been here now? About year? a year and a half now. All Somewhere right. in there. Easter was the year, so yeah, about a year really? and a half. Right. And you were a fabricator Fabric- and a body guy. Body guy. Initially, and now you are parts manager. Parts man, yeah, parts And gopher. Man, gopher, uh, <laughs> head janitor. Uh, Maintenance. Everything Joel doesn't want to do. I do it, and then I do it again for him to. So yeah, you're the Scott Odom of nobody customers. Exactly. So that, yeah, that's it. I feel so your head pain. janitor, yeah, <laughs> whatever it takes, light bulbs. No yep. wonder y'all are so close. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all have the same life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so real quick, Joel, going back to the history of nobody. Okay. How long have you been doing this? Like, what's the story on that? Uh, I've been around cars all my life. Grew up on a farm in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My dad was a car guy. I was the youngest of five kids. And everybody in my family was cars, you know, and uh, we fixed and repaired everything on the farm. And uh, beyond that, we were building cars and doing stuff. So pretty much all my life. But then I, you know, went to school, auto body school, mechanic school, mechanic in the Army. And uh, my brother and I had a shop like this. And this is really pretty much what I've done all my life is build cars, hot rods. So I'm glad you brought up you're a war veteran. Yes. Hey, what war did you serve in? Uh, Desert Storm. Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. What a Good cool job. name. 
Yeah, and I remember watching that on the CNN. Mm-hmm. CNN was kind of new then. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it was fascinating. <laughs> what are you so laughing at, Scott? The CNN. The CNN. The CNN. The CNN. Yeah, and it's really cool to get to hang out with somebody that was, you know, on the ground, uh, you know, in battle. Matter of fact, today, you told a story today. I pulled up here to the shop, and there was a, a bulldozer mm-hmm. on, a, on a truck. And you right. said, yeah, I've driven one of those. We commandeered one. We sure <laughs> in did. In the middle of the desert. You said, whose is it? Uh, I don't know. But it's we America's it. now, yeah. baby. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's it. That's cool, though. So you've done this a long time. Yes, I have. And then here recently, you kind of made a big move, and you expanded the shop substantially. Right. And uh, we came out and actually did Father's Day out here. That's right. Which was super cool. It so was. It was great. We're super excited for mm-hmm. you. And uh, it's like heaven. I come out here. I could hang out all day because this is like my wife says, I know what you're doing today. You're not really working. You're just going to the hot rod shop. I said, baby, I'm working. You're working. <laughs> That's right. We can put you to work, dude. Yeah, we I got plenty of good. Yeah. I bet you there, there's a lot of cars around here, man. There is a lot of cars. How We're very blessed. How many cars do you have currently on the property? Just curious. Um. They're all his, cause don't get me. Yeah, we're not gonna count. Don't get yet. me in trouble here, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> we usually have in the neighborhood of around uh, between the mechanic shop and the body shop about thirty cars in process. Wow. And I think we got thirty six or thirty thirty seven wow. here right now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, more and you've than told, I thought. And you've told me before, but just for the listener that maybe doesn't know anything about this, if somebody were to bring a car in that needs a mm-hmm. total restoration, mm-hmm. what's the timeline generally to get one done from start to finish? If it's a, a restoration, not a custom, restoration will run, uh, you'll be eight months to a year from the time we start, but there is a, a bit of a waiting list to get in. That's a good thing. Yes. It is. We're very fortunate. <laughs> That's very awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, customs can take longer. Just depends on what we have to do. And custom work, it's kind of hard to put a time frame on it, depending on what we're going to do custom-wise. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really neat to see them start off rust buckets. You know, customers drop them off, and then they leave. At the car show, World of Wheels, a lot of times they're right. debuted there. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just like jewels, man. It's amazing what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Now, Tricky, moving to you, mm-hmm. uh, I remember the first time I met you. <laughs> uh, it's a funny story. Uh, some people have heard it before, yeah. but um, you had a monster truck at the time. Did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I didn't catch your name. Right. And I just put monster truck guy in monster my cell truck phone. Monster truck guy, yeah. Because you gave me your number. This <laughs> mm-hmm. was really when cell phones were kind of just coming on. Right. So I just wrote your number down and put in a monster truck, monster truck guy. And then the rest is history. So, so how long, going back to the backstage part of Simple Church, mm-hmm. most people may not realize that some of the crazy sets we pull off are because of guys like you. Mm-hmm. And that goes from a background you brought to the table before you found the simple church so tell us about what you were doing before you came to the church so a lot of guys and girls know that uh you might have to have a nunciator for you know the, <laughs> i was joking with john translator for our redneck out here hey but uh Keithville, baby yeah Keithville. we got a, john calls it the keithvillian yeah that's right so, k-town uh, we call yeah, it k-town, k-town. Yeah. that sounds a little more yeah. hood yeah, yeah the hood yeah, the, yeah i like that so uh i was in the film industry when it was real popular here in louisiana traveling back forth new orleans baton rouge you try to catch a show here to in town to be home but you were traveling a lot being gone so lived out of a suitcase an rv you know uh so i built the sets on a lot of shows that you know uh back then and i was a sculptor and then i got over to the special effects so it's always cool we got to build it and then i got to blow it up you know so it's kind of both but uh i was in one easter doing a show locally here and it was first time y'all were at CenturyLink, and i 
had a background with Justin. Justin married my wife and I when he was at First Bossier. Right. I have family ties to First Bossier, being my father-in-law, being the head pianist, still there over 30 years. <laughs> still right. there, Barry Crane. Yes. So still well. there. So when Justin and I went into marriage counseling, we just had a connection. I was, mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic, so I was always kind of, you know, I dated Baptist girls. I always got something out of Baptist churches, but... When I went mainly in, mainly Baptist girls, <laughs> <laughs> mainly. <laughs> but you know that. But I always left thinking after uh-huh. going to it. And so when I went and you know, just I talked, I was thinking it was going to be all uptight. But you know, he was laid back and cool. Showed me a whole different side of church I never knew. Absolutely. And he was still working there, so I had a tie with him. And then I knew about this. And I said, I always want to go. You know, uh, so we went to that first service at Easter, and then it just kind of came. Then we were starting, to, we had a meeting at a convention center upstairs. I remember we were not yep. even downstairs. Yet. Right. Didn't that. It? Yeah. And uh, I remember we were doing some kind of volunteer meeting, and I was in the uh, background. You walked through, and my father-in-law said, you know, you and John have a lot in common in cars and stuff. So this goes back to cars. Uh-huh. And so I kind of introduced myself, and I said, hey, you know, here's who I am. Here's what I do. Here's what I have. You know, if you ever need a monster truck for something, I can crush cars or whatever. Because I had that as a play toy on the sure. side. And, uh, you know, and I saw the trailers. I said, man, I saw the trailers were all mm. filthy dirt. I've got time off from a show. Can I, you know, help you clean them or something? Make I them because we were traveling. And, you know, next thing I know, you're like, here, here's all the keys to the office, <laughs> to the truck, to here's the code. Didn't Wash even, them all. Didn't right even, well, he didn't even know me. You know, really and he didn't. gave me the keys to everything of the church. Like, here's what you need. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I didn't have a place to wash the trailer. So I went to Scott Boswell. Uh-huh. Scott's off of audio. Ben, yeah, Scott's audio off yep. of Benner. I said, hey, dude, I made a deal with the church, and I need to borrow your lot to wash, you know, uh, trailers on. So right. I did that. I uh, washed the trailers over there, bring them one by one by one. And then that gave me the relationship with you kind of as that absolutely then father's day came up oh yeah and then you said monster truck guy. monster truck guy let me we, find him in my yeah. phone <laughs> so you want being simple church man day we have to go wild card i you love know. man day we have to go something big and i did i wasn't prepared you know uh-huh. so uh me and you got there uh and we were wanting to ju- i was wanting to jump the levee with justin in the truck <laughs> but i said i don't want to kill the pastor the first time you know yeah. out and luckily, God was on our side because a week later, the monster truck crashed and rolled. I remember that. And oh, it was yeah. A, that was a different story. Bad day. And uh, LB was in the truck with me when that happened. Yep. Very bad day. So, but back to that, we filmed the intro video. We parked it. At, we were at the boardwalk. Yep. We brought the monster truck out, a few other cars that we had out front for man day, and uh, had it set up there in the boardwalk. Yep. So, That's the scariest vehicle I've ever driven. Yes. That I can was tell you that. He let scary- me drive it. <laughs> And I was like, wow. It's gas brake, gas brake. You're just going in the, the rotation of the shocks, you know. And full, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. that was, uh, I think the scariest I've been was having you drive it and me <laughs> sit there and watch it, <laughs> holding on, going, uh. oh, God. Oh, God. What's he going to do? Yeah. yeah. So, anybody's ridden with me understands. Yeah. So, so Joel, so that kind of explains how Tricky found Simple Church. How did you find Simple Church? Uh, well, you, really. <laughs> um, you and, uh, David Gunn was, oh, yeah. was huge mm-hmm. with it as well. Uh, you know, we did World of Wheels, did the shows, had the cars there. And uh, not only was has David been instrumental in the growth of our business with his show, but, um, you know, he was heavily involved with you guys, and you guys were always there with the uh, Simple Church display. And um, you come and talk to me. 
Absolutely. And we started talking about cars. It was you and then uh, and Sammy as well, Sammy Sanangelo. He talked about it for a long time with me. Sammy's big into cars. And um, we, uh, we kind of through all of that. And then at the show, we talked and uh, talking with Sammy. And he said he was having the life groups out at uh, his place working on a car. And uh, there the rest you go. is history. Yeah, it's a really funny story. I'm, I'm glad you brought up World of Wheels because I'd kind of forgotten to put this in my script, but it reminded me of how that all happened. We have a little minivan. His name is Astro. Mm-hmm. And some people have seen it at events and what have you, but most people don't realize why we invested so much in him. Uh, he was the very first vehicle ever donated to the church. So I remember I came here in 2009. It was sitting behind the office in its original you know worn out shop mm-hmm. truck mm-hmm. shape and i was like what is this and they said somebody donated to the church it was eddie faith from Shreveport mm-hmm. communications donated i'm like what are we gonna do with it he goes i don't know well david gunn happened to come by around around that time and he says y'all need to wrap that van and put it in my car show as a promo piece mm-hmm. for simple church i said wrap what's a wrap mm-hmm. i had never heard of the concept he goes oh yes yeah, like way faster than a paint job and you know, the body works horrible on it, so you don't want to spend all that money anyway. So we actually had Sign It, which is a local mm-hmm. company in Bossier, right. wrapped it for us. And it by itself, it sat in the world of wheels. I wasn't right. even there. I was in Mexico on a mission trip. So Sammy took it up there and parked it, and that's right. how it all started. And now, if you've been to the car Ooh. show <laughs> uh, for the Simple we Church, it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like anything else. My right. wife says anything we get involved in, it just gets more amped. Mm-hmm. every year whether it's bipsy 100 racing or and the car show is the same way we went from one little minivan to every year we try to have at least eight vehicles i right. do ourselves every year yeah. and it's never the same vehicles twice as our goal and we've been in there for years now mm-hmm. so that's how many car guys are in the church mm-hmm. that you can do new vehicles every year for a number of years and not have a repeat right other than astro Very he's cool. special yeah. uh but yeah so i remember walking mm-hmm. over and I, I gotta tell you joel like for me as a car guy it was like i'm not even sure the guy will talk to us i mean because like display wise at the car show i would have to say humbly that nobody is like the top shower at the car show well thanks not just the vehicles but just the display the professionalism um how y'all handled yourselves so i was pretty intimidated well it's got better because you guys have helped out with it lately so. <laughs> that's right it's getting even better <laughs> yeah. But I remember approaching you and just wanting to connect as a car guy mm-hmm. and just loving what you build. And I had met you once before, like mm-hmm. I said, way long ago when you had your, your old shop. But it, it's so cool how a common interest in something is a barrier buster. Right. And you just start talking cars and what yeah, you're building. Absolutely. and. Right. And I can't, I mean, you guys have talked about it before, the number of people that have connected to the church through that car show is phenomenal it is and going it back is. to david he gets a lot of credit because he had the original vision for putting the van in he right. gets all credit for that right but he amped it up he did when he started letting people in the show for free right mm-hmm. on sunday yep now as a business owner i run the church as a business you guys have a business mm-hmm. that's a big risk it is to take all that income away on sunday and say we're going to just open the doors and let the people come through. But it is more than paid for itself. That's he right. would tell you that's mm-hmm. true. And you guys are a big part of that every year. Yeah, And I'm hoping COVID goes away so we yeah. can do it in exactly. hope so. You know, and David opening that up on that Sunday after church service, that's people that never would have been. There's a lot of first-time car show people that have never even been in a car show before. That's right. That's the first time they're around. Mm-hmm. You can tell because they're all on the car. Well, hey, step back a little. But that being said, 
now they have the bug. That oh, was yeah. their, that was the plant. You know, mm-hmm. you always have that going back. What was your first car show? Where did you get the seed? You know, planting that seed, and you can see the kids' eyes light up and stuff like that. Without David, that's right, letting them in. That kid maybe never taken an interest in cars, and he might be the next builder out there that you know go to build. That's right. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So now, now we kind of know how both of you, you mm-hmm. kind of got to be a part of the church. So mm-hmm. now that you've been at the Simple Church for a little while, starting with you, Joel, like what what has the church done for you? Like if you if somebody was listening to this, somebody turned them on to this podcast because it's a hot rod theme or whatever, and they were listening and they were on the fence about even going to church anywhere. Why should you choose Simple Church? What what has it done for you as a guy? Well, <clears throat> I guess first of all, kind of backing up at the time when you and I first talked, we, we were, you know, we'd gone to church and kind of like Tricky said as well, we were, um, we, we hadn't found what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess that was kind of the turning point for us to, with talking with you, just like what you said, um, a common interest that, hey, there's a, there's a car guy in there, you know. Yep. And then we started going to uh, the services and that, and uh, it was just, um, it's it's put in my terms, I guess. I get it. I mean, I'm not, uh, <laughs> when, when we have the sermons or when we have the life groups, it's just, uh, it's in simple terms that I, I really get it. I understand it. I get something from it. And as far as the life groups, I guess it's the uh, the friendships, the camaraderie, the, sure. the things that we have... Uh, experienced and grown with uh, over yeah. time yeah. you know just building friendships and uh getting a message and uh it's made me just a better person it has Absolutely. it really has that's cool i think that's true for all of us mm-hmm. yes. i have a long yeah. ways to go but oh, it's definitely Don't still we working on us. I'm, a, I'm a much better person and and uh you know i'm i'm not the best that's for sure but i'm definitely a better uh, a better husband a better dad a better yeah a better boss, just a better person, and uh, sure. it all goes back to simple church and the life groups because uh, I I finally get it. Sure, yeah. I tell Joel people all the time that being a Christian is like being a hot rod. That's right. It's a never-ending project. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you're a hot rod guy, you know you're never really done. Mm-mm. You'll build it, but then you're already thinking about what else can be done to it. That's right. And God's the same way with us. He's looking at us. And he's like, man, he's come a long way, but. I've got other ideas for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of those ideas are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's situations that we get into that are tough, but you know, God's going to help us through that. And then, Joel, I think about one time that, you know, they always say that you really bond the most during tough times. Mm-hmm. So this goes both for life group and for the church as a whole. Right. Uh, I know last year was rough for you guys. As a, a family, it, it, there was a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of you lost your dad. Right. You had some health issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for me, as your friend, um, it's difficult to watch you go through that, but it makes me even closer to you. And I can remember one of the most fun things. It's a really an ironic thing to say, but one of the mm-hmm. most fun things that we got to do as a life group is to surprise you and show up at your dad's funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way out of town. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It may have been Suzanne's Suzanne. dad. It was Suzanne. Suzanne's, Suzanne's dad. dad. Yeah. All of Louisiana. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and it was just, I know it sounds odd to say it was fun to go to a funeral, but it really was because we wanted to support you guys, mm-hmm. and it was just neat to be there and share that moment with you. Although mm-hmm. it's a grieving moment, right. and it's difficult, 
But that's what life is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's full of those moments. Do you remember that day, though? Uh, I do. Uh, and uh, we, we were surprised that you guys <laughs> made the trip. Right. Um, we were um, we were extremely happy, Suzanne and I and uh, Suzanne's mom and everybody uh-huh. else. And that's just it. Uh, when you guys come down, uh, it, in a sense, it was fun because you guys brought a little bit of fun with it. And uh, yeah. it kind of relieved us of what was actually happening and going on and, and seeing you guys. So it, it was it was awesome. We really, really appreciate it. And that, you bring up a great point because it's a heavy moment. It Anytime is. you're at a funeral, you're mm-hmm. celebrating the end of somebody's mm-hmm. life. Sometimes it's a long life. Sometimes it's short. I think of another life group guy that was in our that's in our group now that right. his son was tragically killed. Right. Mm-hmm. And we showed up as a group, mm-hmm. you know, to go to his funeral. And it's just the look on his face. And we didn't say really anything. I know I didn't. I don't think most of us had to say anything. Right. It was just our presence there. We have your back. Mm-hmm. It's like a brotherhood. That's I right. Mean, our life exactly. group has right. come a brotherhood it really is. to rely on each other. Absolutely. Know? Because mm. our life group has grown and we've been together for so long. We're one of the oldest life groups. I think, I think we so. are. And we're so tight with yes. that. We have a close niche of, you know. How long have we been meeting? You know, I don't remember. It goes I know, back to the world of wheels. We yeah, I know jo- Joel kind of, when you mentioned how it all started mm-hmm. and, and Sammy saying that we were having the group. That's right. when it, it did. It rattled mm-hmm. a memory in me that it goes way back mm-hmm. uh, to about the time his house was built mm-hmm. or his garage mahal, we call it. Shouse. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had to wait for a place to do it because the whole idea kind of going full circle back to Astro being the first donated vehicle. Right. The whole concept behind the life group is, yes, we are hot hot rod people. That's our common bond. But our ministry part of it, and we've done a bunch of them, is we take in these vehicles that people Mm -hmm. donate, and we do whatever minor repair they need to be prepped, to be given away. And Sammy, and this is where Sammy's so cool, (laughs) he built a house to accommodate that mission. Because mm-hmm. he don't work on anything. No. If if anybody's listening to this, <laughs> Sammy, this does. may be a surprise to you, but Sammy Sanangelo never turns a wrench. Never. I don't think that's an exaggeration no. at all. No. I've no. never no. seen him work on Turn anything. Turn a paintbrush, but not a wrench. He's a great painter, house painter especially, and he is a great detailer. He mm-hmm. will detail the fool out of your vehicle. But, but he's not a mechanic by his own admission. But if you walk into a shop, you would think he was. But he has people come in. and Yes, mm-hmm. and we bought most of those tools mm-hmm. and put them in there right. as a collective group because yeah, we kept true. getting frustrated that there weren't any tools there. So everybody yeah. brought their own tools and stocked mm-hmm. the tool chest. And, and it's such a cool experience to not only get to hang out together, share some great food, get a great lesson for mm-hmm. the week, but then turn around and be preparing a vehicle for a single mom that that's needs right. one or a, a couple that's down on their right. luck i don't know how many vehicles you're giving away I, it's it's staggering number I, I, I should have kept up with it i'm ashamed i don't know that number but it's dozens of vehicles and it's cool that we get mm-hmm. to do that very cool very cool so tricky going back to you so mm-hmm. talking about the church talking about special times right i know for me one of the most special things you allowed me to be a part of was the baptism of lb yep uh, tell me a little bit about that day, because that was kind of a special day and how all that came to be. It was. I mean, uh, you've been in LB's life. He looks, I mean, I look up to John, if anybody, I mean, John is the man. You know, Justin, No, no, no. <laughs> Justin, uh, Justin and John are the two, but John's kind of like the big brother I never had uh, kind of thing. I get emotional thinking about the baptism there for a second. But 
LB's been our my son. If anybody on Landon Blake, it's not Little Blake. It's just <laughs> LB. Everybody, every kid was named Landon. Seemed like when he was born. Uh-huh. And so one day he was on the ball field, and I just yelled LB, and it came out and it stuck. Right. But that being said, uh, he's just always been around us. He's kind of our little life group mascot, little kid that's mm-hmm. that's trustworthy because he was raised in a shop. Right. But you don't have to worry about like, hey, what's that kid doing over there? You know. And he's been backstage of simple church yes, he, he is has. my go-to guy i have a couple others but lb has been my go-to person uh fetching tools and stuff behind the scenes when we're rigging something yes. building something and not only that i put a lot of trust in him. everybody gets my wife gets on to me because i'm hard <laughs> on him yeah but i respect more out of him and i'm trying to make grow and be a better person than he is but back to the baptism was uh You've just been a part of it, and you know me, I've always had want to be a minister background and stuff, and mm-hmm. you were explaining to me how everything worked, and uh, a film guy that was out of town, uh, you know, kind of thing, uh, I was house-sitting for him and uh, a couple summers ago, and LB, you know, wanted Christ to come into his life, and, you know, and asked, uh, you know, me about, you know, being baptized and Christy Aguilar and stuff, but it was more purpose for you That's because cool. you were kind of that father figure mentor for both of sure. us. And to experience to be a part in the pool together, uh, me and you yes. doing it together, it's a memory that we'll I never forget. It. You know, Absolutely. we have it. Yeah, we have pictures and all that stuff. Um, like my wife said, it's not a picture till you develop it. Just because it's on your <laughs> cell phone, it's not a picture yet. That's I've never heard that. <laughs> it's not a picture. Not a that picture. Is interesting. And it's picture. It's That's not true. picture. It's picture. 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 Not a picture till you develop. Yeah, my enunciation there. Picture. That's right. So. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that, to me, it's just a special day, and mm-hmm. it's an honor to be a part of that. And I think. Yeah, Something what, he always remembers. Yeah, yeah, and I just want people th- that are on the fence about either being a part of the church or even more importantly being a part of a life group for them for them to understand that you know it's a community mm-hmm. it's it's a I, I tell my wife all the time i have a group of guys there is no doubt in my mind if it was two in the morning and i have a huge mm-hmm. need i have a group of guys that will answer the phone and will meet the need mm-hmm. absolutely and studies show this may be shocking to you guys mm-hmm. because y'all are blessed because you have this group most men have less than one true friend. Now, you might say, how do you have less than one? I mean, either either one or none. Right. They have a lot of acquaintances and a lot of people that they interact with, but they don't have a real friend. Mm -hmm. Somebody that has your back that will, and I feel like our group has a bunch of relationships within it Mm -hmm. that where that is true. Not everybody's everybody's friend. Mm Mm-hmm. But within the group, these three guys are close and these three guys right. are close. But everybody collectively will do whatever it takes to make things happen for anybody in the group. And, on, and our life group is territorial. We have, we're out in the Keithville area. So K-Town. We have, K-Town, we right? A, I'm not used to that. So I've lived here, <laughs> I think I've lived here as long as Joel at K-Town. But we have a group. It's of, messing <laughs> with you, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, you know. But uh, the, out here, I mean, it's Joel. There's several of us that go to Simple Church uh, and what's, unique about this shop here as i was telling joel i said you know 90 percent of us are all in this community for the shop Mm -hmm. you know but back to life group is you know you have different people north shreveport south shreveport Uh you know southwest uh same in bozier 
but we all meet out North Bossier. We drive right. the men, Joel and I drive the longest, and y'all think it's forever, but it's no problem for us to cross the river to come to you yeah, guys. Yeah, we're good with it. But it's neat that in our area, like, hey, you know, we have life group guys over there, so we have a resource out there that we can go to. Father's sure. Day. Oh, yeah. We have a resource. We have a guy out here, David's North Shreveport. We can go out there, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, and we're working on bringing the group out to your place once a month. That would be great. That yeah. way mm-hmm. you can share that travel time a little mm-hmm. bit, but also just so guys experience this awesome shop. I mean, they yeah. saw it on Father's Day. but I'll do a little work back here. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Tricky, I appreciate you bringing that up because the 39 Ford in the background, mm-hmm. if you're watching on the YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that was a car that was donated to the church uh, by a friend of mine. And we're actually going to fix it up, mm-hmm. and we're going to sell it and use the proceeds to provide more cars for people in right. need. So, anyway, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That's the custom I was talking about. It takes a little longer. <laughs> a little longer. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little longer. They don't yeah. make those we're going parts. going for 2024. Yeah. That's yeah. right, Scott. That's right. When 2024. We're going to get it. Yeah, when you <laughs> hand make all the parts, it takes a little yeah, longer. Exactly. That's right. It'll be the Rolls Royce of the shop. It's That's right. craftsmanship. But to your credit, Joel, you put it in the main body shop. That's right. Here I have shop. it in here he in did. a paying spot. Yeah, that's he right. He tell me that when we hauled it right. down here, he said, I want that front and center, so I have to look at it every day to make sure Absolutely. it's paying spot. So, I like that. That's, that's right. it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, so going back to, so we're going to kind of hone in on life groups here for a minute. So we both kind of know how you guys landed in this group. Mm-hmm. When, when you go to the group on a weekly basis, and Joel, you kind of touched on this, so Tricky, I'll let you comment mm-hmm. a little more. If somebody's, okay, it's been a weird year. Can sure. we agree on yes, that? Sure. <laughs> just yes, a tad. Yes, just a tad. I mean, you, we've followed uh, Scott's journey uh, through the COVID crisis by podcast. If, if, you're not, if you're new to this, it would really be entertaining for you to go back to some of the earliest episodes. Yes. Because really the early episodes were all about coronavirus. Right. We got like two back he behind the scenes. update like. Oh, yeah. yeah every day. Intro, we, yeah. we still have that yeah. little sound yeah. bit we can use yeah. if there's anything worthy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead right and give there. it to us just for memory's yeah. sake. COVID-19 update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you go back to the early podcast, it really turned into a COVID podcast for a while because it's, gosh, that's, that's, that's what the world was going through. We that's were sheltered in place for right. eight weeks. and Really? Yeah. yeah. Eight weeks? Eight weeks. I didn't realize it was that yes. long. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Time flies I did. when you're having fun, Scott. Well, I was <laughs> halfway through. I lost my mind for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm not sure you got it all yeah. back, yeah. but yeah. you found some of it. Some yeah. of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But going back to, so as a life group, we actually did Zoom for a while, mm-hmm. okay, because we, right. were, we were trying to you know, play by the rules, so we did the digital thing. Mm-hmm. Then we met in a parking lot mm-hmm. for a period of time, and then we found a big gym, gym to space out. that right. was spread out, thanks to Al Garza yeah. and, and Alita, so mm-hmm. they let us use that. And then now we're able to meet at the office, socially distanced. We wear right. our mask when you come in and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So you got people out there that are, that are listening that are going, is it worth all of that? Why, why would you take an hour and a half, two hours out of your week, as busy as we are, to fight through all of that. What's the big deal? So, Tricky, for you, like when you come to Life Group, mm-hmm. what, what, why are you there? It's really, I mean, not to sound, we're all male group, but it's guy time. I mean, yeah, I have my wife and my kids and stuff, and, you know, now out here, you know, uh, I'm usually in a back room office, and other than just communication with each other, what's going on in life, and, yes, we have the common bond of cars right yes we're not meeting in a shop right now but we still talk uh, everything's related car you know hey how's that project come along or how's that but with the car background 
and stuff, it's good to see those people. Just meeting in person, you don't know the power that it has. Mm -hmm. Okay, Zoom, yeah, that was good. It was comical, funny, you know, uh, (laughs) on that. uh, On that, (laughs) we had a thing, no guy, I mean, every guy was laying in the bed, you know, you're sitting there. (laughs) It was weird. Like, hey, dudes, let's next time. I was working. Yeah, let's next time find that. But anyway, that being said, but it's something about meeting in person, having a personal relationship in person with somebody keeping the social distancing we we follow those rules we do that Mm -hmm. and stuff but it's about that you know you can see somebody's emotion you can Mm -hmm. see that you know yeah on that that's the thing about it and it's just uh you know checking we have a couple older people that have bad health and making sure they're all right because if they don't show up if i missed i was on vacation i missed a week you know what that made me feel like that you called and checked up on me hey bro yeah what's up where you at you know i don't have yeah, you're Anybody, not in trouble for not showing up. I'm not up. in trouble, but it's kind of like, hey, where were you? Aww. What happened? You know, and, you know, it's it makes you feel good because if you don't go seeing your friends for a couple of weeks, they're just like, okay, he's out of the loop, you know. Right. But when you have a group of guys who rely on you. Sure. Yeah. And, Joel, I know, like for you, there's occasional times you have to miss uh, mm-hmm. because of work or what have you, and you'll take the time to call me right. and say, hey, man, I'm not going to make it. Um, and you always say you hate to miss. That, I do. That, that's always mm-hmm. – I do. What What do you miss when you don't make it? What What's missing for you for that week? Because now it's going to be two weeks before you get it again. So well, it's like Tricky said. Guy. It's seeing uh, the food. The food. That's food. It yeah, is that's the food. a big deal. Food. Food. It is the food. <laughs> but now we have to bring our own right now. So. Uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, we eat good. We do. I know. It Sorry is, about uh, that. It's um, yeah, seeing the people, the friends, um, and for me, you know, we um. We live here, we work here, and I don't get out of here much, you know, right. because all I do is uh, this This is my life, and uh, we need to do more as a family getting out of here as well because Suzanne and I both work here. Yeah, but you, you bought an RV to solve that. We did. We used it once. <laughs> but we're going to get better. We're, we're, we're hey, fall's better. coming. That's, That's RV right. season. That's the, yeah. But it's just the fact of uh, it's kind of a release for me yeah. and to get over there and, uh, you know, talk to the people and uh yeah get the message and and uh yeah just kind of a release to get out and i I need it because it it relaxes me yeah and and would you guys agree and scott you can weigh in because you're in the group too so oh Um, yes yeah yeah. oh you there okay never don't you okay but just 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 to be clear for the listener for our particular group for any group we have a common interest in automobiles you know scott's got a jeep you got 400 cars mm-hmm. tricky's got a monster truck and other Whatever, stuff other you're building stuff. all Always the time build add building yeah yes dot com yes <laughs> it's not 400 that's no, a, no, that, no, no. i'm just kidding no. exaggerate a lot 405 yes <laughs> but that's our common interest but would you agree that that's not really what we end up talking about no when okay. we're together so mm-hmm. scott for you to just to weigh in there what are some topics that have come up that you walked away and went, wow, I really needed to hear that. I learned something about that. Well, Charlie DiGiacomo's married <laughs> life definitely uh, stands out. No, yes. um, God, I mean, pretty much any topic, especially when it comes to like marriage and stuff, because I am the one of the only two single people in our group, I think. Yeah, two or three. Yeah, there's two or three. Of, that's right, because you got Charlie and then uh, Brandon. You got more than that. And four or five of you. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, John, oh. Charlie, Twitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. You. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, My bad. Yep. Um, but anyway, no, but it's so, like, like especially when it comes to those kind of talks, like, that's what I really like to listen to and hear because it's, it's, a, it's a growing experience for me, and I can take that into the future. Yeah. 
So that's just for me personally, and that's one of the things that just stands out. Yeah, our series we're in right now is called Leading Through, and it's specifically pointed at the COVID crisis. Mm -hmm. And I know for me as a dad and as a husband, I've been challenged in leading my own family. Because, Joel, you have a team of people you Mm -hmm. lead here. I have a team of people lead the church. There's challenges for sure. But I always remind the guys that even if you don't, if you're not the boss in a work setting, you have a leadership responsibility mm-hmm. of whoever's in your world. Right. In Scott's case, it's three cats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, actually, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's still three. Yeah, don't. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. you, did you have to you, you had did to count. You forget? I had to think, yeah. yeah. Got count. one missing. It's yeah. like Sunday Joel and Cars. You have so many cats, you're not sure. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I forgot we had that one in the back in the bushes That's back there. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I was getting attacked by a bug. Sure. That's okay. Yeah. But, this is... But I go back to, like, I think about, we've listened to a bunch of lessons in the time we've been together. Mm -hmm. And to be totally honest, we can't remember most of most of them. But we get something out of them. That's true of most messages. Mm -hmm. You go to any preaching Mm -hmm. deal, I don't care how good my brother even is, you're not really going to remember much of what he says until it applies to a situation in your Mm -hmm. own life. And then all of a sudden you're like, ooh. So, Joel, going back to you, when mm-hmm. you had your big health scare last year, mm-hmm. I remember us having some pretty real conversations That's right. about life mm-hmm. and why does this kind of stuff happen. And I can honestly say, and, and you can you know, say no or not true to that, but I felt like you were better prepared for that challenge from being a part of the church and the life group. Oh, absolutely. Because it was scary. It was. Uh, I didn't uh, – well, you actually – came in that morning yeah I'd tell that story a little bit because it was really it was not what we thought was going to happen nope no it, it didn't go as planned yeah so sure. just yeah, give them i'm a not lo- allowed to pray over joel for any more, uh, <laughs> that's right. treatment exactly yeah, i can't do that I, yeah I can't so do real, right. just for the listener just so they understand how life is just real briefly okay. what happened um well i was just uh having some issues having a hard time breathing some chest pains figured it was heartburn you know the whole guy thing it's mm-hmm. nothing yeah and uh my wife said no something's wrong you know you got you gotta go get checked so um i went in um and there was something wrong <laughs> what and uh tricky actually came in and prayed for us the uh, night before that and it, it didn't go well but it did go well <laughs> i'm still here i'm not allowed so See? i didn't pr- yeah I don't i'm pray still here oh. so it was Poor good. tricky yeah I'm, i was and trying I, to lead but in your defense john came in and prayed the next day it, it still, still didn't go, go well yeah. <laughs> but, exactly he's, he's a little closer than i am too. and i'm a professional <laughs> that's right yeah. but uh it, it actually did go well because I, I went in um you know thinking nothing was wrong and uh there was i had 95 percent um blockage on uh what they call the widow maker yep and uh I, I went right to surgery well they couldn't get me in that day so they admitted me and then i went in uh the next day and had a a, a double bypass yes which was crazy shocking yeah i'm like two days later no no can't be you know it was shocking but it was yep but uh went through it made it through it yep. and uh very blessed that uh, i have a wife that harps on me to go in yes Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, I remember talking to her that day mm-hmm. because I really, I'd come and prayed and left. Right. Because it was going to be like an outpatient procedure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And she actually called me and she's the one that said, uh, can you come back? And I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew it wasn't good. Yeah. You know, and I could just hear it in her voice. And, and again, 
I know it sounds crazy. It's much like the baptism of LB. It's an honor to get to be that's there right. mm-hmm. in yeah. those moments in life because I'm a big believer that that's really what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just give you guys a preview of the lesson tonight that you're mm-hmm. going to hear in Life Group. but And it's going to be a hard one to hear. But basically, the Bible tells us that all of us are ministers. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not be a preacher, and you may not be a leader in a church, but he's called all of us to minister to our fellow man, mm-hmm. the people that are in our circle, in our right. neighborhood, you know, in our lives. And for me, I think it's cool to get to share the great times, mm-hmm. like Father's Day and the open house here and celebrating your right. new facility, mm-hmm. and then the tough times, loss of a dad, mm-hmm. major surgery. That's I right. think about your back issues, Tricky, and oh, some yeah. of the tough times you had over That's the right. years. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we've got to be there and pray through that. And I've been to a lot of procedures and prayed before you've gone in for procedures. And yeah. Scott, and, you know, all kidding aside, we joke about COVID and, mm-hmm. you know, the anxiety that, that set on you. But, you know, and we pick on you and have a good time with it. But at the end of the day, you've got support. Mm-hmm. You've got somebody. Do I? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You do. Because <laughs> I, I, I can remember some Sunday nights when it was really bad for you, you know, having you over we yeah. play cards just stuff to get your mind off of whatever's mm-hmm. going on to me that's what life is made of that's right it's not just work and goals and performance and you know whatever mm-hmm. we're trying to accomplish because we don't know how long we have mm-hmm. no. i mean no. let's just face it any of us could be gone tomorrow that's right this right. afternoon i mean so i think you got to make the most of it and i think life group helps us Take a time during the week mm-hmm. and intentionally focus on that's that. That's right. It's, it's a good, it's on hump day, so it's kind of, it's a good break in the week. I look forward to, that's one thing. Not yep. just, oh, it's a good break in the middle of the week. But it's a reality check. You know, yes, we've, with the COVID stuff, we've all got relaxed. Sitting at the house, you go, I mean, I mow the yard and watch church on Sundays now. You know, right. I'm, the neighbor knows they lay, you know, with the whole televised or thing. Yep. Uh-huh. They never really attended our church in a building they right. are new members but they go to the watch parties now sure but when he'll wave when he leaves and he's pointing at my ears like that you church all right so because i'm pre-show and they're on their way right but it's uh a kind of a wake-up call to kind of give me a gut check you know sure. kind of because you go we'll get something you're a great host and sammy you know and stuff but you're a great host to kind of give us those gut checks you know sure. and kind of i need them and I do I'm kind of going too. in a you know, week, and you're kind of almost about to slump, and then you got these group of guys to lift you back up. And what you were saying about we're all ministers, because Justin, you and I and Justin have had some serious sit-down talks when I was switching transition before I came to Nobody's. Right. And I was, this is where I wanted to be, but I don't know, and I don't have a plan. Then the phone rang, and it was Joel calling. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk to you. But you know, Justin told me, he goes, you know, because I really wanted to be involved in the church more than mm-hmm. I was. And he said, you're our best resource because you're out where we need you, yeah. you know. In here, we've got people to do that. We need you out there doing what you do. You're, mm-hmm. Man, that if is. you don't know me, I talk a lot. But <laughs> uh, that being said, but you're reaching out to people that we couldn't get to. Now, you, you, know? you bring up a great point, Tricky, and, and I think that's people forget. They, they think that myself, Justin, mm-hmm. even Scott that works at the church, that we have an advantage because we're professionals. It's actually a disadvantage. It is far easier for you to talk to your neighbor about your mm-hmm. relationship with Christ and it for to be authentic and real mm-hmm. than for me because what do you think they're thinking when I start? Here's what he does for a living. Right. Mm-hmm. right. He's a preacher. I, I see that. 
know what I'm saying? So tricky. I've always said, and I don't. I, this is I mean with total sincerity that you're one of the greatest evangelists we have in the church. Well, thank you. Because thank wherever you. you are, you're representing Christ, but you're just you. Yeah, and it, people, it, and it's flaws and all. Well, it's yeah, flaws and all, but it's amazing. Uh, college professors and deans that have reached out to me, teachers from high school, uh-huh. and see where I'm at now. Yep, and just are patting me on the back like. You know, you were that kid that we didn't think you would go to college, but you did. Okay. And then, you know, you went from college and you actually, but now, you know, that, but you're, they pat me on the back for leadership and being a holy yep. man and God and leading people to Christ. And, you know, uh, not knocking on doors, witnessing. Right. But you don't even know. I was, you know, we have a bounce house company on the side, dropping off a bounce house the other day. And a friend of mine going through a, a divorce thought it was okay. Then it just turned nasty all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And it was hot, left out of there, and I, and you know, and I told him, hey, if you ever need to talk, anything, man, call yep. me. I'm here. Call me. But then I left, and I got home, and I told my wife, I said, I don't know what I was thinking. I said, I didn't even pray over him. I should have took yep. more time to pray over him. It was hot. We were trying to get out of there, and I beat myself up because I had an opportunity, and I sure. passed it up. Yep. And I was like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, and yep. I passed it up. We've even talked about that in life group too. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but you joke about that because I that I'm a big believer, and this is going to sound, but I'm a big believer that the Holy Spirit talks to us. Okay, and I don't mean anything freaky, but we believe as believers that there's Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's job is to make sure that we do what we need to be doing for the kingdom's sake. So, like in that example right there, if that thought comes to you later. Because it happens to me, too. And I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. But I don't always respond the right way or at the right time or even are, I'm aware. But when he talks to you later, he being the Holy Spirit, you can shoot a text. Mm-hmm. You can pick up the phone and say, hey, man, I was at your house the other day. And, you know, and you're on my mind for some reason. It don't have to be weird. I, I've called people out of the blue and said, hey, man, I, you just popped in my head today. You okay? And it'll be, they'll be, dude, you don't know. How did you? Know? How did I mean, you know, yeah. man? I am in trouble today, or I, you know, or something bad just happened. I don't think it's an accident. Mm-hmm. I believe I that God talks to us. So, all of us in the group, I believe God uses us to reach regular people because we're regular people. Mm-hmm. I joke about. I remember watching you walk across Hall Two, coming into Hall Three coming to church wearing exactly what you have on right now. I've never much, seen him without that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I he's, yeah. yeah I've never seen But him isn't it that. awesome you don't have to modify anything That's it. to show yeah. up? Mm-mm. What I'm wearing right now, I wear every Sunday to mm-hmm. church when we met. That's right. That's it's true. a hoodie, yep. shorts, shorts, and a t-shirt. Yep. To me, like being a guy that has grown up in church myself since I was a wee little tight, my dad was a deacon, my mom was a Sunday school teacher, we had to put our best clothes on on Sunday morning, put our little suits on. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember all of that, and I don't miss any of that. Mm-hmm. It is so awesome for Justin to have the vision for Simple Church way back in 2007 to create an environment where you could really come as you are. Right. Church has said it for years. You know, there's even a song, there's even a hymn that says, you know, just as I am. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really true. In most churches, you kind of had to polish up a little bit. You certainly had to act different when you got there. And I can say honestly, and you guys definitely can probably affirm this, that you can come as you are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Warts you're, and all. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're relaxed more. I mean, it's, it makes, mm-hmm. 
the down home environment that we are so it sets the presence and it's it's so funny that you say that because you can always tell who's visiting that day oh yeah <laughs> they're dressed to the t oh yeah oh, look, we have, the, yeah uh, we don't make you stand suit. up or anything yeah, yeah we had a guy well, right before we broke <clears throat> for covid we had a guy walk in with a sport coat on and his bible in his hand i said visitor yeah. <laughs> yeah. and that's okay no, nothing that's wrong. Cool. And, and, nothing and there's wrong. no hate on that not, not at all not hating on him at all but it, but more than likely two things will happen with that guy he'll either dress more casual or it won't work for him mm-hmm. just because you don't have to do that right. and he can wear his blazer if he wants to there's, there's nothing wrong with that but i think it's cool that it literally is you just come as you are That's right whatever you wear you wear your gray t-shirt every day to work and you wear, I wear better jeans and shoes <laughs> and it wouldn't so. matter if you did though. no it doesn't it yeah. wouldn't matter so tricky you touched on one more thing before we get out of here that mm-hmm. is very important for i think the listener to know because we're going to meet again as a church yes let me clarify real quick. A lot of people will say, why have y'all canceled church? I'm going to reiterate again on this podcast. Church is not canceled. Church is never canceled, really. That's We're right. We're church right now. That's, <laughs> thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth because we are the church. Mm-hmm. As people, the, the body of believers is the church. The building is a building, whether it's a church building or a convention center mm-hmm. or World of Wheels, you know, whatever. But more importantly than that, the church is still going because it's available through, you know, watching it on Sunday morning. You can go to a watch party. You can go to Mm -hmm. somebody's house and watch it. But most importantly, when we interact during the week, when you talk to your neighbor, when you love on somebody in need, you are the church. Right. So the church is not canceled. However, when we meet again physically is the way I like to say it. One of the things that is super cool about the Simple Church that all three of you guys have have done before and can relate to is there are things for men to do at that church. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I grew up in church, and I, I hope the listener can connect with this, there was only two things guys did at the church. You were either an usher <laughs> or a Sunday school teacher. Yep. That's the two things you were. Or you were a professional. You were paid to direct music or be a preacher or whatever and i can remember for that reason most churches were built by the labor of women they were the servants they would do the meals and Mm -hmm. cook and they did everything because a lot of hospitality is all you could do what was so cool about simple church and i think about all the sets you've built tricky you mentioned lb earlier your right hand man Mm -hmm. one of the hardest working little dudes i've ever met Mm -hmm. and very skilled to be so young but I think about a lot of those sets that were built. I think about on in any given Sunday morning, Scott, you would get there super early when we were meeting. Yeah, I don't miss that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think if there, I think there's guys out there listening that do miss it, because finally their skill set was applicable mm-hmm. to church. So they would show up and erect a truss or do the lighting or wire haul a trailer haul a trailer yeah. tow a trailer right. you know uh fabricate yeah. you know something that was needed for a special set like mm-hmm. you do and, and chris off and other people yeah. have done i i think for me one of the coolest things about the simple church that's unique is we absolutely have to have volunteers to make it work oh yes and mm-hmm. we have to have a lot of guys mm-hmm and to me, it's so cool to have to have them because we all know how this works. If you don't have to have something, you don't really look for it. If you can do it yourself, especially men. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys are, but if I'm capable of doing it myself, oh, yeah. I'm not going to call anybody. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen you pick up stuff you shouldn't pick up before, Tricky. I know. Because you're yep. just stubborn. I'm mm-hmm. stubborn. That's how we all are. Yeah, we're going to do it. But the church is too big mm-hmm. for us to do that. And I've heard Justin say it a million times, and I can vouch for it being right next to his side. There is no way Simple Church would happen without the fellas. Right now, even the virtual stuff you're watching on Sunday morning, there's a handful of men up there that are making that happen. Mm-hmm. And a couple of ladies, too. There's even a makeup artist now. Just Ooh, a little inside yeah. backstage tip really? for you. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, that's yeah, a backstage. I have to pick on Justin. I was like, you know, that, that head's getting shinier and shinier. <laughs> I, kind of I was like, has he ever thought of a little? Well, we got said, one on you know, set now. <laughs> you know, nice. film industry, guys wore makeup. It's okay, you know. So. Yes, yes. And, and it won't shock any ladies listening that the real boss of the set is a lady. Mm-hmm. She's like the director that makes it all happen. Jennifer's amazing. She is. And she keeps and, us in line. Yeah, she's She'll amazing. She'll keep you fed and in line. She does both still mm-hmm. for the smaller set now. But I just want, but you, I just think about like Tricky, you know, when you mentioned LB earlier, I didn't want to just miss the fact that if you're listening out there, the church is going to meet again physically mm-hmm. in some point in the future. If you're a guy, because you're probably going to tune into this because we're going to title it something guy related, mm-hmm. just know you are needed. And you will be appreciated, and there's a spot for you. Now, let's land the plane talking about life groups. You guys mm. have talked about life groups and what it meant to you. Scott, you're in the same group with us. Yeah. Scott, you're thinking about starting a new life group I am? this no. semester. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little bit about what you're wanting to do. Well, uh, I'm starting up a Jeep life group. We're going to meet once a month. And just go. the Air Pocket? Oh, yeah, just him. Yeah, that is true, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, every time I work on my Jeep, I'm like, oh, let me just throw my money into the air. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's hot rods yeah, of any kind. That's right. That's any vehicle. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, so it's a it's just a Jeep life group. There's several people in the church that have Jeeps. There's guys that I know of that I ride with already. So yeah, it's just a specialty Jeep life group, kind of like us, where we're hot rod. It's open to anybody, male or female. You just have to have own a Jeep. Yep. And Probably a Jeep Wrangler. I mean, we're going to say other oh. Jeep oh, oh, wait a minute. That's tough it's right there. It's funny you say that about your Jeep Club because I plugged it for you the other day. You just yeah. mentioned because I saw it come up on the list there. A friend of ours, he serves as a volunteer, yeah. and he's on the security team, uh, Shane. And he called me. He had a question. He heard about our life group. He knew uh-huh. what was our life group about. And he said, hey, I just need some direction, which way to go. But it's kind of neat. He was a yeah. church member, reached out. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you need to get a hold of Scott Odom. Yep. He is starting, I believe they're starting, and I told him about Davin and a few others. They have Jeeps, and yep. they think they're starting out their own little Jeep club yeah. off to the side. We That's are. Cool. And uh, it was neat that this just happened Saturday, Sunday. He said, I hate to bother you and y'all. But it was neat that he knew I was involved in this life group, what we did in this life mm-hmm. group, that I could point him in the right direction or get him help. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still going to attend our life group. I mean, I'm not oh, going to no, just quit. Out. You know? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Joel got oh, excited. You, you love me. Blooded. I do. But, so, uh, um, sorry. Go ahead. Yes? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say we're going to meet once a month in the beginning, and we're going to meet at Tamales, and then every quarter uh, we're going to go on a ride somewhere. That's cool. awesome. All right, so yeah. Scott cool. is a great example. So for the listener, uh, Amber leads our life groups right now, mm-hmm. and there is a great list of life groups that are available, and they'll kick off really strong after Labor Day is the way it typically goes. So check that out on the app, website, find a group. But here's my real challenge for the listener, and Scott, you're doing it. You look back to the history of our group. Mm-hmm. It was a group of guys that had a common interest that started gathering together, threw a spiritual element into it, and now it's into this years and years of this awesome life group. You, as a listener, you may be sitting out there, and you may look at whatever list exists, 
and you go, I don't see anything that fits me. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not the right time of day, right, right night of the week. I don't see an interest I'm into. Here's the cool part for you. You can start a life group. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Start your own. Go grab you a couple of buddies. Grab a couple of couples. If it's going to be mm-hmm. co-ed, if it's ladies, just go grab a few ladies. It can be a lunch life group. It can be a weekend life group. It can be done at night like ours is done. But don't miss the opportunity to share life with three, four, five other people. That's all we're talking about here. There are vast resources for your spiritual element. Mm -hmm. There's so much content available right now online that you can go years without running out of something to talk about. We only go through about 15, 20, 25 minutes of content on the long side. Mm -hmm. The other two hours, we're hanging out. Which is, to me personally, is the most important part of the life group. I mean, obviously the lesson is important, but... I think for all of us, mm-hmm. the best part is is the after show. Absolutely. The standing around talking, because then that's when you get into the deep conversations, or that's this right. is what's going on, and yep. yeah. yeah. And it I makes mean, which the, really is the most important part of the life group. I, I just think it's really, you know, it's really cool, too, the life groups that um, guys talk about things that they wouldn't talk no. about. And it stays you know, confidential. You know, we keep it in cool. the group. You know, that's Joe, you touched on something that we really haven't hit and we'll kind of land on this as an ending point. But yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is an outlet for you to process the things that there may be nobody else you can process with. That's Mm -hmm. it. And and there is kind of a code of confidentiality in these groups of not going to blabber Mm -hmm. whatever you just shared, because once you violate that, then that's gone. So we've done really good at keeping that tight. Mm-hmm. And it may just be with two or three of the guys within the group right. of 15 guys that you feel that comfortable go, man, I'm really struggling with A, B, or C, or mm-hmm. I need advice on this. That's what life group That's is. And you have that, that talk afterwards, like you're saying, and, and you hear somebody else with an experience, and you go, Wow, I'm not alone. You know, yes. they're, they're, they're doing the same that's thing. That's a key thing. Yeah. You're not alone. You know? Absolutely. I was explaining to one of our workers here, we were getting stuff cleared out for us to set this up. And I was telling him, our church is so large that you, some people miss that close connection mm-hmm. of Sunday school or something. That's your, this is it, life group. That's the thing is you yes. can make a smaller group. And like you're saying, you don't see anything on the interest, find something. You know, you can, we start, I've been in many life groups. I've been in a couple's life group that was all the same age. Our kids were all the same age. Uh, we started another one. It was a little far to drive, but uh, people, and the weird thing was, it was, I think, seven to 10 of us attending it. Only two couples went to church. Right. The, the mm-hmm. other people were just people in the neighborhood attending. Yep. You know, we were doing, that's when we did the simple church lesson. Y'all yep. did the whole sure. thing. And it was unique. I was like, y'all, never even been to our church never even been but they were attending the life group very common Mm -hmm. a lot of folks go to just life group there was there was i mean if you're worried that your group may be a little off i mean there was a group of uh haunters and that means they all worked in a haunted house and the common bond was is they worked in the haunted house and they literally had a life group for everybody that worked there yep Mm -hmm. So it's, it's I all mean, if you think if you think you're well maybe i'm a A little gamer or something yeah you could start anything yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so to wrap up if you're listening Find a life group, or even better, start a life group. And for both, you can get Amber to help you with both of those. She can plug you into a group, help you find the right one, or if you're ready to be that life group leader, and it sounds so intimidating, I know it does. Those guys are not that scary out there. They're just regular people, whether it's couples, ladies, guys, whatever. Just know they're regular people. 
that just want to get together and do life together. So check out the app, check out the website, check out the groups. And until next time, when we do some more Backstage at Simple Church, all three, four of you together, what does Justin say at the end of every message? <laughs> Peace. 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 Peace.